The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Welcome to this edition of the Online Trading to Win podcast, and this is Barry Burns with Top Dog Trading. I'm really excited. You know, we only started this podcast a few weeks ago, and we've already had 10,000 downloads. So thank you very much. I appreciate your support, and well, I guess you're getting value out of it because I noticed that when people go in and check one episode, they're usually listening to many more than one. And that's great. So uh, feel free. It's all there for you. My gift to you. A lot of good stuff here. We just started doing something new, which are interviews. So we have two interviews of other traders. We'll continue to do that. And one other thing that I wanted to do is to do some Q&A. So if you have any questions that you'd like me to address on this podcast, any questions about trading, feel free to send me an email. Barry, that's B-A-R-R-Y, not B-E, I'm not a fruit. Well, I'm a little fruity, but it's actually Bari. <laughs> my uh, mother-in-law says I pron pronounced my own name wrong, Barry. She said, no, your name is Bari. She's from New Zealand, so she speaks proper English. Anyway, the email is barry at topdogtrading.com. And any questions you would like answered on this podcast, be happy to answer them, send them on in, make them as specific as possible. The more specific they are, the better I can serve you in helping to answer. In other words, if you just say, where do I get in, where do I get out? Can't answer that question. It's too general. Need more specifics. So as specific as possible, please. And the uh, questions that come in, which represent the most common questions are the ones that will be put on the podcast. And uh, even if I don't answer your question on the podcast, I will reply to you via email. I promise I'll reply to everybody. One other really cool thing is we now have listeners in 83 countries. That just boggles my mind. 83 countries. That's, you know, there's only 195 countries in the world. So we're almost halfway to world domination, which is pretty awesome. That's my goal. World domination with this podcast. So nothing less. All right. So I'll go out there and recruit people from the other uh, 112 countries that we're missing. All right. Well, anyway, enough of that, but I do look forward to your questions. So today's topic is one of my infamous technical analysis heresies. Uh, as I've mentioned in the past, I don't adhere to classic or orthodox technical analysis, and there are several reasons for that. And the heresy today is that it is commonly taught that you should use multiple time frames in your trading. Now, that part I agree with so far, so good. But what they teach you to do, the how-to, that's always the tricky part, right? The generalizations, hey, most people are educated amateurs. They know just enough to hurt themselves or hurt their trading accounts. But the dollars are in the details, and this is one of those examples of where the dollars are definitely in the details. So sure, multiple time frames, good thing. But here's what they teach that I do not agree with, and it is this, that the way to use multiple time frames is to only trade in the direction of trend of the longer time frame. 
Now, when I say this, I've had people ask me, what do I mean by longer time frame? So let me address that issue right away, just so I'm perfectly clear. So let's say that you're trading a setup on a daily chart. The longer time frame then might be the weekly chart, where there's one bar on the weekly chart for every five days or five bars on the daily chart. Similarly, with day trading, maybe you're looking at a, um, I don't know, five-minute chart just as a random example. And then I would look to my 15-minute chart as my longer time frame. So that's what I mean by a longer time frame. I like to use ratios of one to three to one to five, uh, no no bigger, no less. One to three to one to five between the two time frames. So five minutes to 15 would be a one to three ratio. Uh, daily to weekly would be a one to five ratio. Now, again, the heresy is they say to trade only in the direction of trend of the longer term time frame. And I think that is at best not optimal, not optimal. And at worst, it's a complete waste of time. It's just a useless addition to your trading. And the last thing we want to do is add, add any useless information to our trading. We want to keep everything tight, simple, but we want to keep our probability metrics very, very tightly correlated so that we are not wasting any time with information we don't need. Last thing we need is information overwhelm, right? We got to keep our minds clear and have as little information as possible to create a probability scenario. Now, why do I say that when everybody else is out there, in fact, this is a long-standing technique to trade in the direction of the trend of the longer time frame? Why do I say that is humbug, as my grandfather would say? Here's why. I've got an actual reason, and there's actually logic to this. Imagine that. Trading method with actual logic. So, yes, Orthodox Technical Analysis came out with this way back probably in the 1940s. That's when the Bible of Technical Analysis was written. And that's great, and I respect all of that. The problem is that back in the days of yore, I mean, that's even before I was born, and I'm ancient, so I'm 58 years old at the time of this recording. But, you know, that was before computers I mean, even when I was born in the 50s, well, 59, so I was born in the 50s, just barely. But, uh, you know, we had black and white TV back then. We had rotary phones. Here's the bottom line. Technology. Technology has changed dramatically since the advent of classical orthodox technical analogy or uh, technical analysis. Sorry. So the point here is that what worked back then doesn't necessarily work now. And we're not criticizing the fathers of technical analysis. It's just the markets have changed because of technology. So back in those days, to place an order, you had to pick up your telephone because you didn't have direct access to the markets. We didn't have computers to see what is the price of a market right now. We had to dial on a rotary phone, call our broker. Maybe you get your broker, maybe you wouldn't. Go back and forth a couple of times. Finally, get connected with your broker in person. And then you'd say, yeah, I'm interested in buying the stock. What's the price? He'd say, oh, hold on, I'll check. Or I'll give you a call back. And by, you know, maybe an hour later, oh, here's the price now. And you say, okay, well, I'd like to buy it between this price and that price. See if you can get that for me. And then you say, okay, I'll let you know. Hang up. Call back. Get the idea. Slow process. And then there was the addition of commissions. 
So commissions, when I was started trading, it was like 50 bucks to get in, 50 bucks to get out. So $100 round turn. So it didn't pay to get in and out fast. Plus you didn't have the transparency. You didn't have the view of the market to be able to do that. So all of these things and more, many more factors, but you get the idea of what I'm saying here. It didn't pay to get in and out of the market quickly, and it really wasn't possible. You didn't have the information or the data that would enable you to do that profitably. And the result of all that was that markets trended more. They trended more because you didn't have people getting in and out all the time. So when they created this rule, only trade in the direction of trend of the longer time frame, it actually did have some merit because markets trended more. And therefore, you could be sloppier, quite frankly, because if you just followed the trend, you'd be probably be doing okay, probably be fine. Today, mm-mm, can't do that anymore. Markets do not trend as much. Markets are much choppier. They trade in a more chaotic manner. You've got high-frequency traders, algos, and just retail traders with direct access who can get in and out of the market in, in a second or two, and often do because they place uh, trades that are wrong, then they get stopped out within a minute, and then they try to get back in, then they get back out, or they make a little bit of profit, and they get excited because they see their P&L go up 50 bucks, so then they get out, and commissions are really low, you know, a dollar or two aside, and so you can get in and out quickly and still make some money. And so all of this has resulted in markets not trending as much. And so you can't be as sloppy. You cannot be a sloppy. Now, mathematically, the rule of trading in the direction of the trend of the longer time frame was never optimal, never optimal mathematically. You could just get away with it because of the way things worked, as I described. Today, you have to be much more precise, much more accurate. Therefore, trading in the direction of the longer time frame is a fool's errand. And here's another aspect, by the way. You got to understand what trend is. So many people don't even understand the simplest concept of trend, one of the most commonly talked about issues. So they will say, oh, it's the direction of the market. Well, that's a half truth. Definitely not the whole truth. Definitely not enough information for you to make money with the trend. Some people say trend is higher highs and higher lows. Mm, again, that's really not correct. It could be kind of correct sometimes. But if you define that trend or trend that way, mm -mm, no, you're wrong. That's not it. Higher high and higher low can be just a short-term move. The definition of trend in Webster's Dictionary is to extend in a general direction. So trend by definition is always a long-term move. Always a long-term move. That's what the word means. But then we're not just trying to be sticklers of the English language. It also has financial ramifications. We want to be into a long-term move so that we get a good reward-to-risk ratio on our money. Low risk, keep your losses small, let your winners run. Well, you can only let your winners run if you're in a long-term move, in a big move. And that's what a trend is, if you get in early in that new trend. So to measure trend with any kind of short-term indicator is not measuring trend. It violates the very definition of it and thus will mess up your reward to risk ratio. So on both counts, it's, it's wrong and it's going to hurt you. So therefore we have to say, okay, so any kind of indication that we use, any type of indicator that you might use, any type of price pattern that you might use, 
is that is going to measure trend has to measure the long-term move. Well, think about that. In order for an indicator to be able to confirm trend, that means it has to calculate a lot of data first before it knows if this is a long-term move or not. By the time it has accumulated and calculated all that data to confirm, yes, this is a long-term move, it's already been a long-term move and it's a lagging indicator, therefore by definition. So every single type of trend indicator is lagging by definition. Now, the reason I bring this up is because when you then go and say, all right, I'm going to confirm my trade with trend on the longer term time frame. Now you're doubly screwed because the longer time frame, again, let's go back to our example of daily and weekly chart. Well, the weekly chart is five times slower than the daily chart. There's one bar on the weekly for every five bars on the daily because there's five days in a week. So you do that and then you're going to put a lagging indicator on that already five times slower chart. The signals are going to be so freaking late. It's useless. It is absolutely useless. So what do we do? Well, what I do is I use instead a faster indicator, a faster um, indication of money flow, of energy in the market, of the power of the move of the market with relation to velocity and volume, and that is momentum. Momentum. So think of momentum as a train going down the track. The actual mathematical formula for momentum is velocity times mass. So trend is like you walking down the street going north. You could turn around and go south in one human footstep because you've got no velocity and you got no mass. Well, some of us have more mass than others. But a train, if it's going 60 miles an hour, there's a lot of velocity there. And if it has 30 cars behind it, that's a lot of mass, a lot of weight. And you press the button to push the brakes or whatever. I don't know how they push brakes on trains these days. It's probably all electronic and computerized. But anyway, you apply the brakes to the train. That train going 60 miles an hour with 30 cars behind it is not going to stop and be able to turn around in one human footstep. Why? Because it has momentum behind it. And momentum is a leading indicator by its very nature just as the trend indicator is a lagging indicator by its very nature. It's the math of the darn thing. Both of them. It's math, my friends. So this is where we say, okay, so I want to use a faster indicator and a potentially leading indicator because we all know what's going to happen. If I press the brakes on a train going 60 miles an hour or 30 cars behind it, I know the future. I know the future and I'm not Kreskin. I'm not a fortune teller. I just know, I even just, I don't even have to have a uh, PhD in physics from Harvard to know that that train is going to keep going north for quite a while after the brakes are applied. So I know that future just because, well, that's physics and I've experienced that in real life. So in the markets, it's the same thing, very similar. The volume is equated to mass, the weight of the train the volume of the market, the size of the orders coming in. Velocity is the speed of the orders coming in. And that shows that there's a lot of enthusiasm among traders when you get a lot of orders coming in really fast. 
And you can see this on a time and sales window. That's the best place to see it, time and sales window. You can open it up and you can see not only how much volume is being traded under each bar like you do in a volume histogram, but you can see how much volume is traded on each trade that's executed. And that's key. That's a big difference because that shows you whether the whales are trading or not, the big money, or if it's just a bunch of retailers. Is it the smart money or the mm, not-so-smart money? That is a huge dis distinction that you need to know because we want to hook our wig into the whales. This is what I say. Hook your wig into the whales, take your little pile of money, put it in a little wagon. Okay, tie a rope to the handle of the wagon and attach it to the tail of the whale and let it go. Because the whales, meaning the big money, the smart money, um, just the dynamics, again, of them coming in with tons of volume and bringing it in and slowly accumulating it um, is a leading indication. And it's happening now. It's happening now. That's the closest thing you will get to a leading indication. And you don't do that through backtesting. You don't do it through anything other than watch what's watch, <laughs> watching what's going on in the market right now. Nobody said you had to be a perfect speaker to be a trader. Good thing too, right? <laughs> so anyway, that's the principle. And that's why, in my humble opinion, trading in the direction of trend, using that on the long-term chart is really just completely useless. Well, as a special celebration for having 10,000 downloads, I'm going to give you a gift. My top dog trading's top 10 trading rules for success. And these are the top 10 things that have helped me to change my trading and has also helped my students change their trading from losing money to making money. These are not general theories or abstract ideas. This is practical stuff that you can really work into the real world of trading to hopefully produce dramatic results. It's a little mini course that contains a PDF special report in three videos. Get it now by simply going to onlinetradingtowin.com forward slash 10 rules. Again, onlinetradingtowin.com forward slash 10 rules. Oh, by the way, that's the word 10, T-E-N spelled out, not the numeral 10. So it's the word with the uh, letters T-E-N. Once again, onlinetradingtowin.com forward slash 10 rules. Go there, get it free. And by the way, if you receive value from this and other episodes, I ask you to pay it forward by doing two simple things. Number one, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher. And then number two, while you're there, just leave a nice review and a rating. Well, it only takes 30 seconds. And guess what? It brings you good trading karma. Both of those actions help push us up in the ratings so that more people can find it and we can benefit more people. So thank you very much. And once again, one last reminder, send in any questions you might have you'd like me to answer on the next episode and send that to Barry at topdogtrading.com. Thanks, my friends, and look forward to responding to your questions on the next episode. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. 
Neither online trading to win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss, even above the amount invested, is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.